If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Active COVID-19 cases in Sonoma County have skyrocketed since late December, a tenfold increase since Christmas. So the bad news is that the sheer volume of infections and exposures is still filling local hospitals. It also is leading up to near empty classrooms with staffing shortages. Now, California residents who are eligible to be vaccinated and want to get vaccinated can register at myturn.ca.gov. You can either make an appointment or find walk-in clinics near you. Sonoma County also has more information on local vaccine clinics at socoemergency.org. The Grammy Awards are heading to Las Vegas. The Grammys were originally scheduled for the 31st of this month, but the date moved because of a little thing called Omicron. And so the show is officially happening on April 3rd at 8 p.m. on CBS. Going to be hosted by Trevor Noah. And you might remember him from The Daily Show. He hosted a couple years ago. He was great. Uh, Since the CMT Awards were scheduled on the same day, the CMT Awards will move to sometime in April. That date is to be determined. Well, Trisha Yearwood. She's in love. Participated in the Betty White Challenge in a pretty big way. She raised over two, sorry, $24,000 in 15 minutes for animal shelters. And I stumbled over that number because I just looked and it looks like she ended up raising like $38,000 for animal shelters. And in her case, it's for Dottie's Yard Fund, the charity she and Garth Brooks created to honor their late dog, Dottie. And if you still want to donate, you can. Uh, Trisha posted a link on her Twitter. That's at Trisha Yearwood. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. 53% of women and 42% of men say that they have developed eyes in the back of their head after becoming a parent. And I believe it, man. I remember when I would have friends over, and no matter where we were in the house, when we were doing something bad, I would be so careful. And my best friend growing up would be like, what, do you think your mom has supersonic hearing? And my answer to that every time was, yeah, she absolutely does. (laughs) (laughs) That and the eyes in the back of the head. My mom would just be like riding in the car with me I'd be in the back seat and she'd be like, stop doing that. And I'm like, you're not even looking. How do you know? I truly believe that (laughs) when someone becomes a parent, they develop superpowers. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think they, their their senses are heightened, heightened yeah. and they're like Superman. They have like a weird tingle when they know their kid is doing something they're not supposed to be doing. Especially mothers. And I'm only saying this from experience because of my mom. Yeah. I mean, the eyes in the back of the head, very much so. Yeah. Very much so with Nicole. I mean, you can't get away with anything. Like my kid, my, uh, my friend growing up would like cuss. I'm like, don't do that. I'm like, your mom's not even home. Like, she can hear us all the way from Safeway. She knows. She knows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Julie is joining us on the show right now. Julie, what did you catch your kid doing? Okay, so this is recent, like just a couple weeks ago with my soon-to-be 16-year-old son. And he went into the kitchen, and I have a picture of all of us hanging in the hallway and I saw him through the reflection of that picture. <laughs> and I'm watching him, and it looks like he's doing some sort of TikTok dance. 
And he comes back into the living room, and I said, were you having a little dance party there? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Uh, it was fantastic. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. So this weekend, I went to Grossman's Noshery and Bards in downtown Santa Rosa. And it was great. I highly recommend it. But now all I can think about is bagels because I got a bagel sandwich for breakfast. (laughs) And I am on the search for the best bagel in Sonoma County. Tanner, where can I go for my bagel fix? I know you and I have been here before, but I'm not sure if you had the bagel. I couldn't remember. But I really like uh, Yulia's on Stony Point in Santa Rosa. Uh, That's been the best one I've been able to find. You know, I didn't get the bagel. I did get a breakfast sandwich there. You should get the bagel. I'll I'll get a bagel. Would highly recommend. (laughs) Um, So we're on this search right now, and we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. We're getting a lot of great messages. Like James from Runner Park, he said Noah's uh, NY Bagels in Petaluma. You got to get the six cheese bagel. Six cheeses on one bagel? That's a lot happening. That's amazing. Uh, Donna from Sonoma says, try Hildsburg Bagel Company. They serve traditional New York style bagels. And Philip from Santa Rosa said, we love to go to Andy's Donuts and Bagels on Piner in Santa Rosa. The spicy jalapeno cheese bagel is the hands down fan favorite. Oh, oh my. That's right next to my apartment too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mosey on over there and get that. Spicy jalapeno cheese bagel. Sounds like you're going to have a new addiction. <laughs> Great. This is exactly what I don't need. All right. On the line, we've got Audrey from Sonoma. Hey, Audrey, where is the best bagel in Sonoma County? So I've been going to this place called Homegrown Bagels since I was a kid. They make their bagels every morning. It is the best place to get bagels from. Where is it at? It's in Sonoma. What's your favorite sandwich there? Um, I Honestly, I usually just get a plain bagel with cream cheese. That's how you know the bagel is great. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know. You don't have to spice it up. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Jordan Davis. He had a very, very busy day on Friday. He did the Tonight Show in New York City. Then he jumped in a car and drove to New Jersey. Why? He wanted to perform his song by dirt at a wedding reception. Check this out. Amber, I know you are getting married soon. How excited would you be if you were having your wedding and Jordan Davis just randomly showed up and performed? It would be amazing. Right? <laughs> I mean, if anyone awesome showed up and performed at my wedding, it would be amazing. So we asked on our Facebook page if he could pick one country star to perform at your wedding, who would you pick? And getting a lot of great responses. Karen from Windsor said Keith Urban, which, whoa. <laughs> That'd be nuts. Lisa from Clear Lake said Craig Morgan. Amber from Santa Rosa says Luke Bryan. Now, I don't know about Luke Bryan. You got to be a little careful about him because he might steal your bride. No, (laughs) he's happily married. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, So, Amber, I know you are planning your wedding. It's a very exciting time for you. If, you know, the checkbook was completely open so you could have any country star, (laughs) who would you pick? Is it your checkbook? Oh, definitely not. (laughs) That check would bounce immediately. You know, it's, it's funny that you asked this because yesterday I was listening to Casey Musgraves. She actually did a cover of Coldplay's I'll Fix You, 
And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to play this song at my wedding. I don't know when, but her cover of that song was amazing. And I would, Oh, yeah. If she was there live in person, I'd cry. <laughs> I'd cry. What about you? Uh, I think I would have to go with Dan and Shay. And the reason why I picked Dan and Shay isn't just because I love Dan and Shay, of course, but I think it's also that I think Dan and Shay can be a little bit more versatile than a lot of people. I mean, they can do stuff from Hall and Oates <laughs> to Queen. Okay, to, so they'd be like your cover band almost. Absolutely. Would Dan and Shay ever be a cover band for my wedding? Never, no. You never know. never know. But I like to think it could happen. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So have you heard of this new dating trend, this new term? It's called hardballing. So when you play hardball and you let the person know exactly what you're looking for, so that way, everyone's expectations are in check. There's no confusion. Now, our relationship expert in L.A. says more and more of our clients are actually adopting this approach. And she thinks it's partly because everyone's sick of all the awful dating trends like ghosting and things like that. And now the pendulum is swinging back in the other direction toward like brutally honest and then a therapist in Chicago thinks the pandemic might have had something to do with it, too. And it's taught people that life is too short, so why waste time? Here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's such a shame that honesty is now considered a tactic, like a dating tactic. But it is good that honesty seems to be coming more and more common. Um, so my question is, why is direct and honest communication like considered a fad, a trend? Why is hardballing all of a sudden a trend? And I think being upfront with people about anything is is not going to stop them from treating you poorly. That's the thing about this hardballing trend. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't be honest and upfront when you're beginning to date and when you're dating. The truth will always set you free. But the unfortunate thing is you can't stop someone from ghosting you, especially if that's their plan all along. And I think no matter if, you know, we're upfront, it's just not going to stop another person from treating you badly. And... It is important for us to be upfront with ourselves and know what we want. And I think that's important when we go into dating. But what do you think about the new dating trend, hardballing? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Call with your thoughts. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record for 2021 or 2022. I keep saying that over and over and over again. Yikes. Certainly nuts. Uh, three and one record for the new year. All right. How you feeling? You feeling confident? Yes. More confident than my ability to state which year it is? No. <laughs> All right. Here's headline number one. Teacher fired after playing Call of Duty with 10-year-old students. Headline number two. Animals banned from beauty contest due to Botox. And headline number three, man drinks beer through his nose, claims there is a better buzz. 
Okay, because I'm actually getting Botox today at Arca Medica, I'm going to go with the animals getting Botox one. Well, now, Amber, your record is four in one. That is absolutely the headline in a haystack. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What a coincidence. How does it feel? Feels great. I bet. Just like my Botox will later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Saudi authorities have conducted their biggest ever crackdown on camel beauty contestants that received Botox injections and other artificial t- touch-ups. So 40 camels what? were disqualified in the most beautiful camel competition, and the winner would have taken home $66 million. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that insane? <laughs> if $66 million was on the line, I'd put some Botox in yeah. my camel, too. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. I got about a thousand texts, phone calls, all my friends super excited about this music festival yesterday. And the music festival is called When We Were Young Festival, and it's like every ex-emo kid's dream. So the lineup includes My Chemical Romance. Levine, a day to remember, like a dozen other bands, like, you know, all emo kids' favorites. And it's crazy because it's like jam packed, but it's a single day show that's happening in October in Las Vegas. And tickets do go on until Friday. But this is not my dream music festival lineup. No. You think it would be, but it's not. Really? Uh, so, Tanner, what is your dream music festival lineup? If I could do anything, it would be Garth Brooks, Luke Combs, and Paul McCartney from the Beatles. That would be my absolute dream. What Does that music festival even make sense? No. Yes, it does. Does it? Paul Is McCartney it, in there? What, what would he be called? Tanner Fest or something? Uh, yeah, Tanner Fest 2026. <laughs> coming to a fairgrounds near you. I feel like we've talked about this before and we came up with names for our music yeah. festival. But, uh, you know, as time goes on and our music, you know wants and needs and desires change yeah <laughs> i think that for me it would be like an all-girl headliner lineup and it would consist of like casey musgraves dolly parton miranda lambert you know people like that would be really cool i want to go to amber fest that sounds fun it would be fun <laughs> well we asked on facebook facebook.com slash froggy 929 what is your dream music festival lineup mariah from katani said morgan wallen muscadine bloodline and hardy Great choices. Yeah. Uh, Denny from Santa Rosa said Garth Brooks, Toby Keith, and Trace Atkins. And Jackie from Pengrove said Dolly Parton, Reba, and Kenny Chesney. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Randy. Randy is really excited about the 49ers jumping into the playoffs. And Barry Martindale is going to try to rain on his parade. Hi, is this Randy? This is Randy. Randy, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of one of your neighbors who's extremely frustrated with the decorations that you have outside your home. A neighbor is calling about this? Yeah. One of my neighbors? They let me know that you have a bunch of 49ers decorations and memorabilia. I understand that the 49ers are in the playoffs and that's exciting, but your decorations are a little bit excessive. It's not that much out there. It's not like a whole thing. There's no lights or anything. It's just decorations because 
I mean, the team's in the playoffs, you know, I want them to do well. And I mean, what I want to let you know is that my client is being extremely reasonable about this and they just want you to, to wait until game day. I mean, that's kind of like putting Christmas lights up in May. That it makes zero sense. You don't wait until Christmas to put the Christmas lights on. You, you put the Christmas lights on weeks ahead of time, just like I'm putting the decorations on well before game day because that's how decorations work. If you don't take down your 49ers decorations by 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time tonight, we will take them down for you and we will dispose them. Excuse me, sir. That is not how the law works. I mean, this is a freedom of speech issue. You know, I could put even more ridiculous decorations out there. I can do whatever I want. It's my lawn. It's my property. I can do whatever I want. And, and that's absolutely absurd that someone's going to come onto my property, violate the law, and take down my decorations. That's not how the law works. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Just want to say, I don't have a problem with dogs. I like dogs for the most part. But what I do have a problem with sometimes are some dog owners. Sometimes I think dog owners take it a little too far. Why? Well, I was thinking about this yesterday because I was eating lunch at a restaurant in Santa Rosa. And I looked over to my right inside the restaurant. You know, the owner was there. The dog was in a little carrier. You know, it's cool that Sonoma County uh, is so dog friendly. But I was looking and I noticed something strange. I saw the owner feed the dog with a fork. (laughs) That's okay. And I thought that was strange. And then the owner put the fork back in her food and then she ate it. (laughs) You know, they say dogs' mouths are cleaner than humans. I don't care if dogs' mouths are cleaner than humans. That is disgusting. <laughs> they look like two teenagers sharing a milkshake at a diner. No. It's gross. Oh I'm sorry. I, I don't care how much you love your dog. If you share <laughs> meals with your dog with a fork, that's gross. Okay, so I've done this before with Remy, but after I was finished. So I used the fork that I was using to like feed him leftovers with the fork. And I heard a couple go, look, that girl's feeding her dog with a fork. I I would have said the same thing. <laughs> like, why, do, why do dogs need forks? Sorry. Do they need a butter knife, too, to put some butter on the rolls and all that stuff? I think that I just didn't want to, like, touch my food with my hands and, like, get my hands all dirty. Yeah. I was just like, I have a utensil here. I'll just feed Remy the leftovers with the utensil. Okay, that I understand, but having, like, a date night with your pug, <laughs> I don't understand. Getting some responses on Facebook, because I was really curious if I was just being a jerk. Uh, Katie from Santa Rosa, she shared a gift that says, please excuse me, I have to go volunteer. <laughs> uh, and from Roner Park says, maybe the dog was sharing his fork with the human. <laughs> and Paige from Santa Rosa says, I'll let her dog eat off the fork once I'm done, but I don't let her use it if I still am. See? The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. So next weekend, my fiance is taking me on a little mini weekend trip for my birthday. Uh, He works for a hotel group, and one hotel that's in that group is the Harvest Inn in St. Helena. Uh, So we're going to go check out the hotel and have a little spa day. 
am really excited. I wish it was this weekend. Yeah. Um, now, I never really have been to this area because St. Helena, you know, it's, it's Napa Valley. feel like I'm kind of betraying Sonoma County a bit here. How dare you? I uh, know. <laughs> but, Tanner, do you have any recommendations for things to do in St. Helena, Napa Valley area? Because I don't know much about it. I've never been to St. Helena specifically, but it's on my bucket list to go to Del Dotto Winery and Caves. It's a wine cave. It's a historically Italian themed and just looks really, really cool. You should come and we should all go. Down. <laughs> I don't know if I want to intrude on your birthday weekend. Oh, that's fine. I see you every day. What's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we asked this on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Recommendations for things to do, places to eat in St. Helena. Don from Santa Rosa said Brasswood for dinner and try their homemade mozzarella. Mm. Be sure also to go, to go to Woodhouse Chocolates downtown and get a s'more. Delish. <laughs> you know what? Do love chocolate. Yeah. All right. Dominic from Middletown says you have to try Gott's Roadside. It's the best place to eat. And Kate from Petaluma said Rutherford Grill is my favorite. We all know how Tanner feels about mashed potatoes, but theirs is amazing. <laughs> Count me out. All right. Looks like we're getting a phone call. Who's this? It's Miley from Sonoma. So, Amber, you're going to go to San Helena. You need to have some English muffins from Model Bakery, and you need to go eat at Market. Lunch or dinner? It's amazing. What, what? kind of food is there? There's all sorts. Um, my favorite is the fried chicken meal. Yeah. It comes with a jalapeno cornbread. It's delicious. Their French dip sandwich is amazing. And anything they make is awesome. If you like pizza, Pizzeria Trevigne, there are so many good places to eat in St. Helena. You're not going to know what to choose from. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Kevin from Sebastopol, you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Kevin, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Awesome. Kevin, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Well, I may be a bigger uh, Zach Brown fan fan, so I don't need to talk smack. I'm going to win. Oh, <laughs> that is smack talking, Kevin. <laughs> that diss has you knee-deep, Amber. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Amber's out of the studio. Here's question number one. Spider-Man star Willem Dafoe is going to host Saturday Night Live on January 29th. What character does Dafoe play in Spider-Man? Uh, the Green Goblin. That is correct. Question number two. Little Big Town will perform the national anthem before Saturday's NFL playoff game between Tennessee and Cincinnati. What is the name of Tennessee's NFL team? Titan. That is correct. Question three. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is launching a new vodka called High Rock. What number did Dale Earnhardt Jr. famously have on his NASCAR vehicle? Number eight. That is correct. Question number four. Parker McCollum says that he learned a lot by touring with Dirks Bentley. True or false, these two country artists have collaborated on a song. You got me on that one. Do you want me to give you an X or do you want to guess? Uh... Give me an X. <laughs> okay, I'll give you an X. Here's question number five. Daniel Radcliffe is going to play Weird Al Yankovic in a new movie about the singer's life. Daniel Radcliffe famously played one character for over 10 years. Name that character. Harry Potter. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Kevin from Sebastopol got four out of five. Pretty good. 
All right. I'm ready now to beat Kevin. <laughs> Here's question number one. Spider-Man star Willem Dafoe is going to host Saturday Night Live on January 29th. What character does Dafoe play in Spider-Man? The Green Goblin? That is correct. Kevin also got that correct. One to one is the score. Question number two. Little Big Town will perform the national anthem before Saturday's NFL playoff game between Tennessee and Cincinnati. What is the name of Tennessee's NFL team? No, they had an NFL team. Located in Nashville? Blue? White? I don't know. <laughs> you just want me to give you, you, you next? Remember, you got to say remember the... <laughs> what? No, he's basically giving it to me. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me an X. All right. Kevin got that correct. The score is Kevin is up. What's the answer? Two to one. The answer was the Titans. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> question number three. I have another sports question for you. Very Great. fun addition. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is launching a new vodka called High Rock. What number did Dale Earnhardt Jr. famously have on his NASCAR vehicle? 24? That is incorrect. Kevin from Sebastopol is still uh, up three to one. I was looking for eight or even 88. Oh, man. I don't know where 24 <laughs> came from. <laughs> Question number four, Parker McCollum says that he learned a lot by touring with Dirks Bentley. True or false, these two country artists have collaborated on a song. True? That is correct. They released a cover of Eastbound and Down with Riley Green. So the score right now, Amber, you have two <laughs> to Kevin from Sebastopol's three. And here's the final question. Daniel Radcliffe is going to play Weird Al Yankovic in a new movie about the singer's life. Daniel Radcliffe famously played one character for over 10 years. Name that character. Harry Potter. That is correct. The final score, Amber, you got three to Kevin from Sebastopol's. Woo, four and a half out of five. Wow. Kevin, you are now the champion of the Amber Showdown. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Amber. Oh, don't be sorry. Good job, Kevin. And just for playing, you get two tickets to go to the Oakland Arena on November 6th to see the Zach Brown Band. Oh, that is so exciting. You have another shot to win tickets with dano this afternoon kevin you are victorious my friend you get to say the phrase I, I don't know maybe today i'm smarter than amber i don't i don't don't you know wouldn't take that for every day but maybe today <laughs> I, I i passed up but we're good all right good <laughs> enough kevin you're going to the zach brown band thanks to which morning show amber and tanner on froggy 92.9 what do you do with yourself during a power outage my power has never gone off in the three years that i have lived here surprisingly it always happens to Tanner. Always. But yesterday, it finally happened to me. That's the night that the lights went out and Amber's. <laughs> My power went off. I immediately panicked. PG&E was doing some maintenance work and the whole block was out. And the truth is... I don't really know what to do with myself during a power <laughs> outage. I ended up just taking my dog on a long walk. We went and played in the park. And, you know, that was fine. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I have to read like a physical book or something. Ugh. <laughs> I have a Kindle. So, yeah. you know, the power was out. I couldn't charge it. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. So, Tanner, in the many, many times your power has gone out, what are some things you have done in case this happens to me again? Hopefully it won't. My power has gone out, I'm not joking, 17 times since I moved to Sonoma County. You've counted? I've counted. 17? I actually, 
Most of those is when I lived in Bennett Valley. The power was always going out in Bennett Valley for some reason. This is why I have actually purchased a bunch of power banks that I can plug in my electronics and charge them uh, need be. So that's always my move at first. And really, I just look at my phone, maybe, you know, connect a laptop to the cellular on the phone and stuff like that. Okay. I always have Netflix shows and movies downloaded on my phone just in case. I might be a little overcautious when it comes to this, but I just like to be prepared. Okay. Is the food in your fridge okay? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I... I texted my fiance and I was like, if I don't open the fridge, will the food in there be okay until yeah. the power comes back on? Yeah, it'll be good for probably like five hours or well, something like that. Well, luckily the power was only out for like two hours. It really wasn't that long. It felt like forever, but it wasn't. Yeah. When the power's out, time goes by so much more slow. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9